Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. faces a choice this is battleground america here's tara servatius to understand what's coming where the democrats want to go in the sheer scope of their ambition you've got to read one new york times article because they laid out the whole plan and once you see it you can't unsee it. It's from June of 2022. It's called, You Want to Buy Meat in This Economy? Question mark. It lays out a map for taking over means of production in America. That sounds far-fetched until you realize that everything the Democrats need to do it is already on the books. The law has already been passed. It's called the Lever Act. I've referenced it here before on the Battleground Podcast. I'm updating that. Let me read from the New York Times. You'll see exactly what the left's up to. In 1917, they write months after the country entered World War I, Congress passed the Lever Food and Fuel Control Act, which granted the government sweeping power over the food supply. The New York Times calls it the most radical bill ever enacted by Congress, and it is the Lever Food and Fuel Act. Let the government requisition food and fuel to prevent hoarding during wartime. It also created at the time something called the Food Administration. It was headed by Herbert Hoover. I had no idea any of this happened, folks. You know, they actually called Hoover the food dictator because you know what he had Americans doing? He had them doing practicing one wheatless and one meatless meal each day plus a wheatless Monday and a meatless Tuesday, also a porkless Sunday. And the government took over almost total control of the food supply. The bill allows them to do the same with fuel. Think the power grid. They can also do it with water in an emergency. Remember me playing the clip for you over and over of Democrat Representative Jim Clyburn, who was number two in the House after Pelosi at the time, saying the Democrats deliberately caused inflation? Well, let me read from the article. 
The Lever Act came at a time when the cost of living, including food prices, had risen significantly by about a third from 1897 to 1916. Americans might have balked at Hoover's top-down management of food, but they were, by and large, swayed to join the cause, not the least because they were already well-versed in practicing the art of thrift when it came to food. What are they arguing here? We should use the same law in a climate emergency. The New York Times even writes, quote, in 2022, it could happen again. What they mean is Americans will knuckle under. They're already poor. They're already skipping meals. Folks, that's actually true. Bloomberg reported this week, liberal Bloomberg, that the rate at which Americans are skipping meals doubled in the month of August among the very poor. It's already happening. Anyway, remember this? I'll post all of these, by the way, in the sources section um, under the podcast. Remember this from uh, Just the News from John Solomon? He's a former reporter with The Hill, very credible guy. He interviewed President Tim Stewart of the U.S. Oil and Gas Association. I keep referencing this in this podcast. And he warned that the White House is getting ready to declare the Democrats are moving toward declaring a... COVID-19-like emergency, but for the climate, a climate emergency. If you want to know how deadly serious the left is about this, put climate emergency in Google and then start reading. You'll see every major world liberal publication. I kid you not, including The Guardian and UK publications demanding that Joe Biden declare a climate emergency. Why? Because, according to U.S. Oil and Gas Association president, who clearly understands the Lever Act, If you grant the president's emergency powers to declare a climate emergency, it's just like COVID. He would get vast and unchecked authority to shut down everything from communications to infrastructure. He says most specifically around water and electricity. Yes, they could do food too. Because what is it called again? The Lever Food and Fuel Control Act. Folks, you seize control of the means to delivery of the grid like electricity, right? Food and water, that's total power. But as U.S. Oil and Gas Association President Tim Stewart explains, it comes with even more power than that. Quote, they can literally do exactly what they did in COVID. If you disagree with the climate emergency, speech can be shut down. We really need to be paying attention to that because that power could be extended indefinitely until the climate emergency is over. And who knows how long that would last? Yes, he says, it would also include vast and unchecked authority to shut down everything from communications to infrastructure. Again, if you Google Google the words climate emergency Joe Biden, you'll see how vast the campaign for this already is. You're just not seeing it because you mostly consume our media. Even the UK Guardian urged him to do it. They know what the stakes are. Now watch what's happening. I've laid out exhaustively in previous podcasts how I believe the Maui government engineered the wildfire. I don't know if they lit it themselves, but everything they did caused it to spread and to be more deadly than we've almost ever seen before. But did you know, simultaneously, the exact same thing was happening in Europe? As the Maui wildfire raged and we were told what? Climate change had done it, caused the worst wildfire in 100 years. Did you know that Europe 
was getting the exact same talking points and they were living through the exact same thing. The worst wildfire ever. You might not have heard about it. It was in Greece. The talking points were exactly the same. A climate emergency was needed. This was the worst death and destruction. Over 20 dead. It went on for about two weeks, just like Maui, simultaneously. Folks, what are the odds that the worst in a 100-year fire in Maui, and folks, it's going to end up being the worst wildfire here ever when we get the true death toll. Just wait. It will. And the worst ever wildfire in Europe simultaneously while the media rages that climate change caused it. But then, after weeks of this, something bizarre happened this weekend. Something that sent a chill down my spine because I knew exactly what I was looking at. The arrests started for arson, deliberately setting those fires in Greece. First one, and then two, then three, four, and five, then 79 total. You can't tell me that wasn't coordinated. Folks, I'm just waiting to find out what green liberal group they're all affiliated with. Want to pause here for a sec to thank the sponsor who made this podcast possible, PhD Weight Loss. You know what the PhD weight loss plan is kind of like? It's like off-season training for football. Right now with the football season starting, we're about to see what all that training and discipline adds up to on the field. It kind of reminds me of my weight loss period on the PhD plan when I was dropping between two to three pounds a week, that's what it is for women, and three to five pounds a week for men. For me, that lasted six months, and then I was done. I've now spent more time in maintenance, keeping off that 29 pounds. And I don't need to do that kind of training anymore, because now I know how to eat. PhD taught me. And I can go back to having a life with new skills, eating good, but not perfect. Because I did that off-season training one time, and now I look like a star. I love people asking me everywhere I go, who haven't seen me for a while, what did you do? I tell them I went to myphdweightloss.com, which, by the way, you can do from anywhere, all 50 states, online, at home, on your time. Start your journey today, myphdweightloss.com. Now back to the podcast. 79, folks, look, we've seen arrest for arson and wildfires before. It's always one, maybe two guys, not 79. Let me bottom line this for you, folks. The left is setting these fires. They are. We still don't know what caused the one up in Canada. I've got my suspicions about that, too. And I'm beginning to ask even more questions about Maui. But we know this. Liberal governments, like the one in Maui, are doing everything they can to increase the devastation, to get the record-setting kind of weather event they need. And then they lie about it. Check out this Washington Post article. The headline is... Greece struggles to contain Europe's largest wildfire on record. What does it attribute this to? Climate change. It says causes are still also under investigation. Does the arrest of the 79 people it took to get a fire this big because there's no climate change figure in anywhere here? Nope. Washington Post, black that right out. Even though the arrests have been news in Europe for days. Now, Knowing that, that this fire in Greece was deliberately set as a massive, what had to be a team effort, folks, and it occurs at exactly the same time a record breaker happens in Maui with the same worldwide talking points, 
Come on. It almost feels like that time when two governments got together, engineered a virus, and oops, it just happened to escape in perfect timing to keep Trump's economy from hitting 30,000. So what's the timeline on this? No one can know exactly. But if you're still doubtful they're going to do this, let me remind you how many pieces of it are already in place and scheduled to happen. Let me remind you of Joe Biden's executive orders just in the last year. It's all going to center around 2030. After 2030, 60% of all new cars sold must be electric. To ensure that happened, what did Joe Biden do? Put extreme tailpipe emission standards on gas guzzlers that will make them more expensive than electric. What have I reported in recent weeks from front page mag? We talked about that. The electric cars of today, 51% of Americans wouldn't qualify for the loan on a new one. Folks, nobody's going to have a car. They might, they, they just basically ban cars and they essentially ban gas guzzlers for all, but the very wealthy. When's this taking place after 2030? It'll kick in then. Okay. What happens if also by Joe Biden executive order by 2030, If our natural gas and coal producing facilities do not reduce their carbon emissions by 90%. By the way, nobody's ever done it before. Nobody has ever successfully applied that technology, which is only merely suggested by the government, but does not exist at scale to these plants. What happens if they fail to get the scrubbers on the plants and capture 90% of it? they automatically shut down. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What are we talking? 60% of America's energy is coal or natural gas. What's the deadline for that? 2030. And so the way that Biden's executive order does it is absolutely brilliant. It doesn't specify any particular technology. It just says they have to do it. Now, it references an existing technology that's only ever been tried in a lab. It's never been applied to an actual power plant. If they fail, they shut down. But Tara, this can't possibly be constitutional. It's probably not. But if they can manage to hold on to the presidency, it'll happen. So as you can see, without even triggering the Lever Act with a climbing emergency, They're already halfway there. They just have to wait as long as we don't recapture the presidency. And if they still have the presidency in 2030, the Supreme Court will already be remade into a legislature with, I don't know, 12, 20, 25, 35 members, and they'll just rubber stamp it. So as you can see, a lot of this isn't theoretical. It's already scheduled to happen. Take a look at all of the new regulations concerning washing machines, gas stoves, water heaters. And now just this week, Biden said ceiling fans. What are they all supposed to hit right around 2030 to 2035? And folks, 
have a sneaking suspicion that at least some Republicans are on board with this. Here's why. Remember that devastating debt deal that Kevin McCarthy, the Speaker of the House and alleged leader of the Republican Party in the House, um, cut with Joe Biden? Yeah, well, in the bill that passed Congress, Republicans had said, okay, we'll raise the debt limit. But in exchange, you have to pass this thing basically saying that if new regulations, either from the president or these um, you know, government agencies go into effect and have significant cost, they are halted automatically and must be approved by Congress. That would have stopped a lot of this. And it was in the bill that passed the House. Folks, we had 60% approval for that debt deal, which, yes, would have raised the debt limit a little bit, but would have gotten us tremendous returns. But what happened when Kevin McCarthy snuck over on the weekend of the White House and capitulated, said, hey, let's not have a debt limit at all. A lot of people weren't watching. I was. It threw that part out and went one step further, providing further legal protections for these agency and executive regulations and orders, which will make it harder for our side to sue, to stop them. I will forever be baffled as to why Kevin McCarthy did this. But I'll tell you this, the lights are going to go out around 2030 and nobody's going to be driving much of anything, much less buying a car. And when everybody else is sitting around scratching their head as to how this happened, you'll know because you listen to Battleground America or you'll know this. The only way to stop it is to win the presidency. We don't have any choice. Because if they can hold it till then, they'll remake the Supreme Court into a 15, 20, 25 member legislature to rubber stamp whatever they want. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 